It's Tyler today and Fuzzy here on May Long Eve. Love hearing people say it's the unofficial kickoff to summer because that just paints so many wonderful pictures in your mind of all the great things to come over the next couple of months of doing life around Calgary. And unlike most May Longs, there's no snow in the forecast. I know. Like you think of like post May Long social media, in my mind, it's campers that have had their awnings ripped off from like super heavy snow that popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like like tents that are crushed under the weight of snow (laughs) and people's trees in their backyards going down and it's like this may long is this very like uh optimistic and good the smoke should be blowing smoky, out but yeah should, yeah should be super warm and it's like let's just get all those good vibes right now we transport you to a uh may long for our friend shelby and a story about one of alberta's favorite pastimes that would be camping we're camping for may long weekend and we're like, you know, like, let's just, like, get away from the group and, like, go, like, stargazing. Like, that's kind of what we grew up doing. And so we went down, like, by the river. And we were just, like, talking and having a good old time. And we heard this, like, splash. And we're like, okay, like, all our friends are just, like, messing with us. Like, they're throwing rocks in the water. Like, whatever. A couple minutes later, another one. Like, okay. Like, we start yelling for our friends. Like, hey, guys, like, it's not funny. And I started to get, like, real scared at this point. And then um, we heard a third one. So finally I was like, like, I'm too scared. Like, we need to go back. <laughs> and we got up and there was a beaver. Oh, like, no. Maybe five inches from my boyfriend's foot. Oh, oh wow. No. No. Luckily, it was a cute little beaver, though, and not a scary animal. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> Shelby, describe this beaver. I had an encounter with a beaver camping. I had no idea they're the size of a freaking Rottweiler. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was humongous. And, like, in the dark, it looked even scarier. Yes. And those were obviously his, like, warning splashes, like, for us to, like, get away because he was not happy. And, again, beavers are, like, vicious creatures. Like, they bite trees down with their face, and it sounds adorable. Like, can we put them on a, on a yeah, they're on, 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 on money? You know, but, they're, they're hard workers. Bro, they're bro, bro. Beaver teeth are, like, yellow and huge. They look like two SpongeBob SquarePants that have, like, dysentery on someone's face, and they could bite your oh foot off. Gosh. Yeah, we, we were not sticking around to see if he was going to lose a leg. No. Oh, my Damn, God. I had yeah. no clue. Damn. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. Yeah, it says beavers are known to be extremely aggressive totally. in defending their territory against perceived encroachment, and they will definitely give people rabies if they bite but them. they're Canadian. Oh. I'm a proud Canadian. Everybody thinks about the beaver and poutine when you think of Canada, no? Says the guy that doesn't yeah. go camping. He's trying to say beavers are okay. <laughs> For so many people in our city, May Long equals... The first trip out camping of the year. Oh, yeah. Which is exciting for a lot of people. I'm not one of those people who gets excited by the idea of camping. (laughs) And especially after hearing a lot of these crazy camping stories, it makes me go... Yeah, no, I'm I'm good staying in the city. Yeah, yes. some good cautionary tales out there. Yeah, it's uh, as a as a kid who uh, grew up camping all over the place and still goes out with my family every summer. Yeah, uh, I can't co-sign this camping trip for, <laughs> that Morgan went on. So what happened was my roommate and me were going on a camping trip with some people, and one of them we had a machete in his hand, and <laughs> no reason for a machete on this camping trip. 
but they were using it for everything, so it was kind of gross. But I was walking out of my car, and apparently at some point, this guy thought it was a great idea that while we were all around my car, to just take this machete and throw it into the ground. Point, like, you know, the point end of it was sticking into the ground, but there was still a good chunk of it that was sticking out of the ground, and it was just in the ground. There was no warning where it was or anything, and it was not even a foot away from my car. So while I'm walking, I'm getting mad. I'm stomping around. And then all of a sudden I trip and I almost like fall face first into this mud pit. And I'm like, oh gosh. And I'm like, oh my God, that was terrifying. And I go and I sit on the edge of my, the back of my car and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I feel this stinging feeling in my Oh no. no, no. And I'm like, what the? And I look down and my, my toe is just gushing blood. Oh, and I'm like, my gosh. oh my gosh. And I'm like, what is that? And I look over and I see the machete sticking out of the ground and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm trying so hard not to yell at these people because I'm like, I'm still stuck with them. I'm stuck with them. Like, you can yell at them when you get your keys. But right now, you're stuck with them. Exactly. I'm so hard. And I I need their help, so I can't yell. But, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, the last thing I want is for all these guys to get in their cars and just leave us. Oh, no. So I'm like, okay. I was like, I was just... Uh, so the one guy was nice. He got me a Band-Aid, and we patched it up and stuff. It wasn't a great job. They didn't bring any water. They didn't. None of them thought to bring water, and all of our water was locked in the car. So I couldn't, like, rinse it out, so I just put a Band-Aid over it with dirt and blood, and I was Whoa. like, this is what we're going to do, I guess. Pour some vodka over it or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only thing we had to sanitize it. So, But eventually, we finally, like, I think it was around, like, almost 8, we walked down to a campsite that was down there. There was some wonderfully nice people, the nicest people in the world. They came back up with us, had, like, a whole toolkit and stuff, managed to get, like, wedge themselves in, opened up my car door, and it was finally open. And we were like, oh, my God. And we were trying to thank these people. They were talking to the other people who were camping. us. We were trying to, like, thank them and be so, like, oh, my God, we love you. This is great. And as we were trying to also pack our stuff into the car very swiftly because we were wanting to make a very quick exit because it was just, an absolutely horrible place. And I think by the time we left, it was about 11 a.m. And we zipped out of there, went driving, and I think we were almost home. And as we were driving, we looked at each other and we were like, did that actually happen? <laughs> like, did that whole experience happen? And now to this day, we swear it's a vivid dream. But the only thing we have as a reminder is this scar in my car. But it actually can't happen. So it's just this horrible memory of this awful camping trip that we wish we could forget, but it's just forever imprinted on my body now. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy with another chance for you to win tickets to go see 50 Cent at the Dome. And all you got to do is pay very close attention to every word your boy Fuzzy is about to say. We are going Easter egg hunting, and that is uh, searching for the hidden clue that Fuzzy's going to drop here. you got to listen to everything he says. Listen very closely, very carefully. At the end, there's going to be a very quick pop quiz. You get the answer right, you could be one of 50 cents. So a couple of days ago, I had to do some serious car juggling. Are you guys familiar with the term of car juggling? It's, it's the process of where you have two cars in the household, but one person has to meet with the other person wherever they are to swap vehicles. Like, maybe you bought something at Costco or Ikea that won't fit into the smaller vehicle, so you need the bigger one. Ah. Or maybe you're taking both vehicles to get your tires swapped or oil changes or maintenance or something like that, and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to dedicate the, car, the day, and I'm going to do that. Both scenarios require some serious car juggling. 
In this case, my wife's black Hyundai Tucson was in need of a new windshield. So I drove my car to South Center, where she parks and works at Crate and Barrel. I grabbed her car to drive it to the glass place, which is by Chinook. And then I hopped on the train to head south to Anderson, walk back to my car, and then continued my day until it was time to do the swap back, where then I drive to the glass place in my vehicle, take her vehicle back to South Center, and then catch the train at Anderson and then head back to Chinook to walk to my car. On the train the second time, I saw this guy who was wearing a pink and black jacket that had his name on the sleeve. I think it said Brett. But I saw Brett reach into his pockets and pull out some change. And then he did something that I had never seen done before. He put a couple of quarters in each ear. And Brett could tell that I was a little confused by the whole thing. What? So he takes these quarters out of his ears and temporarily looks at me and says, Don't mind me. I'm just listening to 50 Cent. Get out of here. Get alive. Jeez. So the proverbial Easter gag, or the question is, was I headed north or south on the train oh, when I, it, I when oh, was I headed north or south on the train when I met Brett in the pink and black jacket? Jeepers, I have no freaking idea. I think you're just gonna have to flip a quarter to answer this one. <laughs> I, was, I was still doing like car math, and I was like, oh yeah, it's like that thing when your friend drives to the bar, and then you got to go like figure it out the next morning. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Car, car juggling. Car, car juggling. Car okay. Juggling. All right. Uh, the question that Fuzzy ans- asked, uh, you got the answer. Text it into 985-985 now. You could be winning free tickets to go see 50 Cent at the Dome. Hello. Hello, is this Bree? Yes, it is. Hey, Bree, it's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy calling. And we're Hi. happy that you're joining us to go Easter egg hunting this morning. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Bree, were you as confused as Danae and I? There were so many little little nuggets in Fuzzy's story about car juggling and South Center Mall and Chinook Center and and a black Hyundai Tucson <laughs> oh and a man with quarters in his ears <laughs> named a Brett. Man, Brett, yeah, a man Brett, named Brett, Brett with the quarters in his jacket. ears. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, right. <laughs> do you think you have the answer we're looking for, Bree? Okay, one more time, yeah. Fuzzy. What is the exact question yeah, I don't even know from this story? Until I don't even remember. <laughs> the question is, was I headed north or south on the train when I met Brett in the pink and black jacket, who was listening to 50 Cent? North. I was headed north, yeah. I was I was on the train from Anderson to uh, to to Chinook. I was a, it was around the, the heritage station there where I met this man who had two quarters in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about this contest is like legit Tyler and I have no idea what's going on. No idea. So Bree, for being uh, better than Danae and I for yes. following a story yes. being told by a person we're literally four feet away from, exactly. you are going to see 50 Cent at the Bro Dome. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so welcome. And uh, pat on the back for not having quarters in your ears this morning yourself. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy with the Embarrassing Story Club every Thursday morning. Oh, our poor friend Danielle. <laughs> this seems like literally yeah. the start of a rom-com. Instead, it's a literal oh, no. horror movie. Oh, have I got a, an embarrassing story for you. Ooh. Can't wait. One time I, I went to the ER and I, I just want to preface this with I ended up just having a very bad stomach flu. So nothing was you know, really wrong, but I was very sick, so I went to the emergency room. 
this nurse that was working there was about my age, and he was really, really hot. He was, like, the cutest guy that I've ever seen, and I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, after I get out of here, like, maybe I should try to get his number. That just did not end up happening because while I was there, I literally pooped my pants. No, you didn't. Oh, no. And I had to go up to this really super hot nurse and ask him for a pair of paper underwear because I pooped my pants. I still can barely tell this story or even think about this, knowing that, you know, he just exists out there somewhere. And I was thinking, you know, maybe I could get his number or something. But, you know, I I literally pooped my pants oh. and had to go do the walk of shame and ask him to help me with that. Danielle. So definitely, like, the most embarrassing story that I have. <laughs> I have such an issue with hot doctors and nurses oh. for this story. Exactly. And all the awkward things that can come from there. Yeah. You've got that like super, super hot nurse. You're like, oh, yeah, this is the start of something. But you're there and things are probably going to go wrong. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like yeah. The, you're there for usually not great reasons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like the time a super hot intern was there right when I was heading into the hospital to have a baby. Huh. Right, right, right. And then there's a lot check, of. Check some things. A lot of, lot of checking going oh. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, what's going on now? Yeah. Let me uh, check it out again. Uh, you're like, yeah. uh, again. You, just, you, 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 you handsome person just getting getting hand, hand, hand professionally handsy, oh. but okay. I know, but, yeah, and that's the thing. They're professionals. Yeah. 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 Man, it makes awkward situations. Let's not forget these are these are people who are just there to do their job, and they can't help it that they are ridiculously good looking. I know. Just let them do their jobs. <laughs> Fuzzy's doing his job right now despite being ridiculously good looking. We're not going to hold <laughs> it against that's him. That's very true. We are not going to hold it against him. Sorry, I'll give you that $20 later. <laughs> Thank you very much, my friend. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Good morning. 98.5. Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on May Long Eve. So many, like, wonderful, like, thoughts come to mind when you think about the May Long Weekend. Oh, so glorious. And I think, like, most of those thoughts for a lot of us growing up in Alberta and in the prairies is going camping for the first time. And it was almost kind of like, I feel like a rite of passage as, like, a teenager. Like, you go you go out camping with your friends usually, right? I was thinking this week how ridiculous it was that my parents co-signed on me going <laughs> camping with my friends for May Long Weekend. Uh-huh. When we were all 16, I was in grade 11. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, sure, go out to the mountains camping for three days. Knock What's yourself out. What's the worst that could happen? Everything will just be just fine. Yeah. Um, didn't come back from that trip uh, May long weekend, which was to the Sybil Creek Campground, which actually is like a very nice place where a lot of families camp. Oh. Meanwhile... There's a group of teenage idiots Degenerates. occupying two sites, getting into all kinds of trouble. Did you guys even have, like, camping stuff with you, or did you literally just have a cooler of beverages and maybe some hot dogs? And sleep in the car. We uh, had those things, yes, fuzzy, but we did have a tent. Oh, okay. We all crashed in this big tent that uh, my family had had for a really, really long time, but it was, like, one of those tents that had, like, seen better days and it like barely held together like if one drop of rain hit it it would have disintegrated sorry i feel like something's missing here yeah come on okay 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 the um biggest lesson i learned that weekend of no adult supervision for three days in the k country with my pals was uh 
If you're ever trying to steal a sign from the side of the road, oh. it's a lot tougher than it looks. Well, yeah, those are those are in there pretty good, I'm sure. Like you just see a sign, yeah, and you're like, oh, let's get that. Like you're talking about on like posts, like drilled into the ground. Yeah, those yeah, signs? yeah like road signs, like the, highway signs. The kind they're designed to stand up to high winds yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it turns out you need like a real serious toolkit to get it down because even if you did have the proper stuff to get the screws out and everything, it's it's pretty sturdy. Uh, we wanted to steal a sign that said horse crossing. <laughs> To troll one of our friends who, no. for some reason, you know that thing in high school where you give your friends really nice nicknames? Only you did. Like, yeah. I was Chimp because I was hairy. Yeah. And he was uh, Ed the Horse because someone one time said he looked like a horse. Oh. And that was it. So I was like, oh, let's get the horse sign, and then we'll put it up at school to make fun of our good friend. Which, of course, is a stupid thing to do. But again, teenage delinquent brain, that yeah. made so much sense. We spent hours trying to get that sign and completely <laughs> failed. So the lesson I learned... Grade 11, uh-huh. May long camping uh-huh. for the first time ever, yeah. was if at first you don't succeed, keep Quit. trying for an hour, hour and a half, and then bail and, and then do something just else. Stop. Yeah. Or, or if it's illegal, don't do it. Well, that that is. Is that not the lesson also in it's there? It's an important lesson to learn later, oh. reflecting on those okay. times. Yeah. But in the moment, man, some crimes are too hard to commit. You just got to <laughs> give up on them. You know what I'm saying? The man child, sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. This is a perfect story for Alberta. <laughs> Three of the highest trending baby names for 2023 all come from Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, we're talking like percentages of babies being named. Um, so up 3,300% over the last year is the name Dutton. Huh. Okay. The, 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 the namesake of the entire show. Yes. The Dutton Ranch. Dutton Ranch, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. could you picture you're, you know, walking through Prince's Island Park and there's a family calling their little boy Dutton. Dutton. Yeah. Dutton. And then you're like, Dutton, why is that familiar? Oh, like the show. Like the ranch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, also up uh, 2,367% from last year, the name Rip. Okay, Rip's a good name. Okay. Rip's pretty awesome, actually. And I have no context of the show, but Rip is like the like super hot one, right? Yeah, he was here for Stampede last year and yeah. did like a bunch of appearances and stuff like that. And everybody was like, oh, Rip. Hello, Rip. Rip is like a... Uh, just a big, burly hunk of man. Okay. Uh-huh. And I think that's why there's so much, like, thirst for him. Like, yeah. more thirst than some of the other people on Yellowstone who make me more conventionally handsome. Mm-hmm. Just something about Rip. He's just kind of, he just takes care of business when it needs to be taken care of. And the uh, third largest upswing for uh, names is the name Casey, but it's spelled K-A-Y-C-E. Context from Yellowstone on that <laughs> one. He's one of the Dutton the oh, Dutton he? sons. Oh, yeah, lots yeah, of boy Casey's. Yeah, okay, all, all, Also handsome. He's... Uh, does stuff. Huh. Looks like the name Laramie and uh, and Walker also show up on this list from Walker, Yellowstone, too. Which is interesting because, Tyler, you love the name Walker, too, because there's also a local connection to the name Walker. Walker Dewar. Are you kidding me? Walker Dewar playing for the Calgary Wranglers <laughs> right now was up with the flames for a bunch of things. This is just, like, so interesting when, like, pop culture, when streaming shows or TV shows are influencing what people are naming their kids. And it's not just Yellowstone getting all the love. What about naming your your little uh, baby girl after one of the great characters from Euphoria, Danae? Yeah, the, the <laughs> name... So let's just talk about the show Euphoria and how, like, everybody on that show 
not really the greatest person. Sure. Many of them have some major, major issues. Uh-huh. But yeah, another name seeing a 523% increase from last year is the name Rue, which is um, played by Zendaya, which we all love Zendaya. Yeah. But I feel like like her name should be having yeah, an upswing yeah, yeah. Like, as opposed to the character that she plays like, that, again, has issues that she can't control, right. but does some really, really bad things. Maybe name your other kid Zendaya. It would be a good yeah. pairing yeah. with Zendaya's a good name. Yeah, really for sure. Nice. With Dutton or Rip. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yellowstone. Yeah, or I like that. Truck or uh, truck, truck, horse. Sorry, truck, truck. This yeah. is my, this is my child. Truck. <laughs> Do you think there's not a child right now living and Google's breathing in Alberta named truck? truck? Alberta registry. Okay, maybe not truck in Alberta. It would be the brand of truck. Oh, His name would be, be Dodge, Dodge sorry. or Chevy sorry. or Ford. There were 17 Dooleys named in the province <laughs> in 2022. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real fun. And all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy and the Embarrassing Story Club on Thursday mornings. This tale from Kristen is going to make you really, really, really (laughs) pay extra close attention to any text message you send anybody for at least a couple of weeks. Because this is rough. This story is about this boss that I was working with that I absolutely could not stand. No one on the team could stand. I mean, the only way we got through the job was honestly talking about her. Um, And so there was one day that we were like texting in the group and we were like texting super fast and she was texting us in between kind of being crazy. (laughs) And then... I typed up this really long text because her mom also worked with us. It was like a family business. It was so weird. Me and my friend were talking about her mom, and I texted really quickly, and I was like, yeah, she sucks. She's so annoying, and her breath smells really bad, and I actually texted her. Oh, no. So it's really, honestly, less embarrassing, but more just, like, really cringy. No, that's so embarrassing. And in that moment, you're just like, you want to reach out into, like, midair and grab the text. (laughs) Do you know it's sense? And you know there's nothing you can do about it. Well, and the worst part is, is, like, you know, this was before, you know, 2020 when people were working remote. We were in the office. So, oh, jeez! Like, yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. The fact that you could literally see that person then seconds later <laughs> is just terrifying. Terrifying. Did they call you out for the text? Like, what happened after that? Yeah, she came in, um, like, in my area of the office, and she said, hey, can you come in my office? Oh. And it was her and her mom. And so she was like, we just want to know what's going on and if you're unhappy here. They were nice about it, but honestly, it was ever since then, it was it was not the same. I feel like that makes it worse for you, though. That they were so nice. And it's oh. like, oh, and then you just feel even worse because they were nice about it. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Once again, this story from Kristen will help you take extra, extra, <laughs> extra caution are, 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 before you send anybody a text in the next couple of weeks. Are you sure you're going to send ex- extra caution? Because you you sent a text to a group just now that said she sucks. <laughs> She's so annoying and her breath smells really bad. I Whoa, was just Did you mean to just send that to Fuzzy? I was just quoting <laughs> our friend Kristen in support of her excellent story. I would never ever say anything like that. This is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 5:30 to 10 on 985 Virgin Radio.